checking a microphone. Uh, doesn't seem right, but I'm not looking at it properly. Blah, 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 blah. Blah! Okay, maybe. All right. Sure. Why not? Sure! also ready and have been recording the whole time apparently <laughs> I'm Alex Cruzy Sure Some, some sort of keys or island chain, I guess. <laughs> All right, that was great. Mine's Pandasaurus Games. You are just a liar. <laughs> yeah, flipping right. Yeah, quite nice. All right. Uh, in this game, there are essentially two different decks, one large deck and one deck that gets reused over and over again. Uh, there's one card that indicates basically what the round is and keeps track of a couple of other things that happen throughout the game. And then everyone has their own personal card that indicates what their score is and keeping track of their own personal stuff. Uh, so uh, the game starts, I, oh gosh, actually, I, it's been a little, like a few while. I think everyone just starts with two, or does everyone start with four and then they pick two? I think it's four and then they pick two. Yeah. Everyone starts with four cards. There are these, uh, a deck is shuffled, they're dealt four cards. There's essentially, what they're supposed to be is little islands, uh, but if, if you want to be very literal about it, they're just shapes with a bunch of squares on them, and they have varying amounts of squares on them, uh, ranging from eight to up to 14, and there's always an even amount. Uh, and you basically are deciding which two are you going to keep and place in front of you, and the other two you're just going to trash and throw away. Uh, and then four more cards are put out into the marketplace, available for everyone to see. 
Uh, and then also there are these this other deck of cards that have there's eight cards in it, and on them there are polynomial pieces. Polynom okay, I can't say that anymore. <laughs> polynomino, poly polyomino. There we go. There, that's it. Polyomino. <laughs> yes, polyamorous. Uh, <laughs> No. Uh, so if you don't know what that is, essentially, if you think of a domino, that's two squares uh, vacuum formed together. If you think of a Tetris piece, that is very close to it. It's four pieces. So a polyomino means many, many ominos. So they range from a two-piece to a couple of configurations of three pieces all the way up to... Uh, a few of the four pieces. Now they're not all. There's only eight pieces. Uh, there are duplicates of the long pieces and the the of the three sized pieces, the L shape and the long bar shape. Um, and one is represented on each card. What's going to happen is whoever's the start play player, they're going to shuffle those cards, deal starting with themselves face down to every player. Uh, except for the last card. The last card's not going to be used, and no one's going to know what that is until the end of the round. Uh, so everyone should have uh, a, in close to an equal number of cards. It doesn't really matter because they're, everyone's going to be using these cards. It's just a way of keeping track of whose turn it is and who will get to start the next turn. Uh, and it's usually in, in uh, used for breaking who gets to do what first. Uh, so that's the only important part there. All right. Uh, as soon as everyone has their cards and they've decided what ones they're working on, uh, the first player flips over their uh, special polyomino card, and everyone gets to cross off squares on any of their islands in that shape. Uh, so, for example, if they flip it over and it's the two-by-two two square, they can look on any of their islands that they can fit a two-by-two two square to cross things off. Uh, now, on these islands, there's mostly empty spaces of squares, but occasionally there are things filled into those squares. There are three different types of things that could be filled in there. Uh, one of the things is an X, a red X. If you happen to cross off a red X on one of your islands, that means you get to cross an additional X somewhere else, anywhere, on any of the other islands you have. So what you're trying to do is fill these out so that you can score the points on them. The points being however many squares were on it. So if it has 12 squares on it, that card will be worth 12 points if you completely fill it with Xs. So more Xs, more better. All right. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, another symbol that is on there are coins. If you can X out a coin, then that means you can cross off one of the coins on your personal player card. Uh, they come in rows. Uh, there are three rows of four coins each. If you can complete a row, you earn a trophy. And the trophies are worth varying amounts depending on how soon you can do them. So that little round marker that I indicated is for everyone to keep track of the round. It also keeps track of how much the first trophy is worth. The first one's worth six, the next one is worth five, and decreasing in value. So you can only ever score a total of six total as cumulative group of however many people are playing uh, if you can get that far uh, and you will indicate you will write that down in your little scorecard and cross it off so no one can use that particular trophy uh, the other thing and the last thing that will you will see in a square in your island is a little palm tree just like on the cover uh, if you cross off a palm tree you will score palm tree points I guess uh, you will score the palm tree that you crossed off plus for every palm tree that is seen in the marketplace, in those four cards that are in the marketplace. So if when you cross off a, a palm tree, there are 
two in the marketplace, you get one for the one you crossed off, plus two more, so that's three palm tree points. Uh, you have an opportunity to score palm tree points four times at most. When you do, you just mark it on your little player sheet, uh, and then you know, all right, that's one down, and you only have room for four spaces. So if you've ever gotten to the point where you've filled all four, no matter how many more palm trees you cross off, you can score no more points in palm trees. Uh, the game continues like this until, oh my goodness, I've forgotten when the game ends. I believe it is, <laughs> it's when, when, when is it? Remind me, Chuck, when is it? I've forgotten. Four rounds. That's right, of course. There's the thing that says four rounds. And so there, every round, once you go through all of those polyamino cards, uh, that's the end of a round. And again, you'll only go through seven every time. Uh, you will mark off one round once you go through a total of four rounds. So that would be a total of seven times four, 28 different polyaminos that you fit in. That will end the game. Uh, and whoever has the most total points will win the game. There are different Again, you will add up all your points from coins, all your palm tree points, all of the completed islands that you've done, uh, and there are also bonus points for islands that can be scored. A few of the cards will have a little circle off to the upper right-hand side that will indicate something like one or two points for every particular color of island that you've completed. So, for example, a card might have a one in gray. So for every gray island that you complete, you will score an additional one point. Now, the the color is just basically associated with the number of squares, so gray is eight square islands, green is ten square islands, twelve is the orange, the orange islands, and the purple is the fourteen islands. And they, ha they, they have representative things if you want themes, so gray is sabers, and green is necklaces? Uh, orange is crowns and 14 is jewels uh, love those uh, and that's that and you add up your points and whoever has the most points by the end wins and I think the tiebreaker has something to do with uh, uh, let's see in the event of the tie player completed the most gray treasure cards wins in that case uh, and then there's one last thing I forgot to say I forgot to mention, which is there may come a time where when a card is flipped over, a polynomial card, say it's a the L-shape, uh, four square L-shape, and you're like, Ugh, either you have no place to fit it or you just don't want to fit it. You can fit it, but you just don't want to place it. Uh, you then have the option of instead of doing that, just filling out one X anywhere on the board. Uh, so if you don't like it or you had plans to do other things, uh, so for example, maybe you're like, ooh, but I don't want to cross off that, that palm tree yet. There's not, not enough points scoring. You can instead just use a single X so you don't, you're not forced to place any piece anywhere. Uh, but other than that, that is the entire game. Did I miss anything other than completely forgetting when the game ends? <laughs>
I really like it. Honestly, I, I, I knew I would like it as soon as I saw like the first image. This is like way before it was even released. I saw in some news feed somewhere, it's just like, oh, look at this. It has cars and squares you can X out and it's got dry erase markers. I'm like, okay, I, I'm probably going to love this game. I, I want to get it. I still technically don't own it. Uh, it's a weird situation. I was kept looking for it once it actually came out and I'd never see it in any stores. And then uh, I we were on a trip somewhere with Liz's uh, sister and her sister-in-law and we stopped by a great game store and I'm like, okay, let's let's see if they have this game first. I didn't see it, so I guess I'll get this other game here. And then all of a sudden they show up. They're like, I think we're going to get this game. I'm like, where where did you see that? But it's the last one. I'm like, God damn you, you sons of <laughs> So uh, I, I wasn't able to get it then. Uh, and so I'm actually borrowing their copy right now. But I did order it. It will be coming in the mail. I, I, I really enjoy this game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy any game that can be explained pretty simply. If you get to draw X's on things, it, most people understand, oh, I've crossed it off. That's done. Most people understand, oh, I have to match this shape. That's super easy. Occasionally, sometimes people have difficulty flipping things, but... Honestly, I, don't, I think only one of the shapes would require any flipping. That's the, the four-sized four L-shape. But most people, again, not too bad. There are I've played a couple of other games where people are just like, I can't do this. I need to pick up the card and look at it and flip it and rotate it around. This one's way easier. I don't think anyone's going to have any trouble with this one because there aren't that many complex shapes in this one. But uh, I really I, – I like it a lot. I think the only complicated thing might be the scoring point points for islands, and that's just like, wait, do I, I score the one point for the thing here and then the points that – do I wait? You know. And again, I didn't mention this, but if, if ever there's a time where uh, people – complete islands or someone has to decide well who gets to do what first it's player order so whoever flipped over the card goes first and going around from there so that that is the only thing uh, that knowing whose turn it is matters is basically who has priority and sometimes that's very important especially with those islands because it's like all right well i'm kind of waiting for more islands to show up before i cross this off I know they're close to completing their islands. Maybe they'll pick something up that'll reveal something so I can actually score more points. And if, if you know that no one's going to do it, maybe you'll just be like, you know, I'm going to use that big piece. I'll fill it in. Who cares? I'll, I'll, I'll only score one point. Maybe I just won't focus on islands. I'll focus more on coins. So uh, it, it gives you, you know, relatively interesting choices. Nothing too challenging, but I I really like it. it it's it's. I think one of the more interesting things about it is that you never really know who's in the lead until you finally tally everything up. And I, I yeah, the last time I played, I'm like, gosh, I'm way behind. Liz is going to take me because she was doing, she had a lot of good completed islands. And she, I think she was focusing less on coins, but she was getting a lot of good shapes to fit. She wasn't reduced to oh I, I can only fill in an x i had a lot more of like oh i can't use that piece i have to do an x there's no place i can put it so i was wasn't get the full value out of every flip but i was focusing a lot more on coins so there was there's always a trade-off and i i honestly thought she had it but i think i won by like four points so what about you
Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that mentioning the the Welcome to I've played Welcome to a number of I love Welcome to, but it's one of those games where I I think everyone else can kind of converse, but when I'm like teaching other people, I have a really hard time just doing anything other than making sure people aren't screwing up the game. Oftentimes, when I'm playing that game, people are constantly asking, "Wait, what does this symbol mean again? What does that do?" And I'm just like, "Okay, that again for like the fourth time. That means you can increase the value of this for that. And no, you can't cross off that pool yet. You know, it's just like there, it's there's a lot to it. And I think I was I put something up on Board Game Geek a few few weeks ago about games that I'm trying to play at work with other people, and they're like, "Oh, they suggested that." I'm like. I've been kind of hesitant to play that because unless you're really into board games, it's just a game you're kind of kind of be confused, and I'm just gonna have to keep answering a lot of questions. And it just for me, if you're playing with a large group of first-time players, it's not gonna it's it's hard to even fit that within an hour of teaching it and playing it. Whereas this game, it's super super easy to just quickly teach. Like there, are, you could probably skip most of the teaching and they're probably most people are just gonna be like oh yeah i bet i know what that means and uh, like maybe one or two things and they're like all right oh, there's a lot of intuitiveness to the game and it plays really quick and it ends pretty quick and there isn't a lot of like oh i'm limited to this no you can pretty much put anything in there you want you don't have to worry about putting a two next to a three or you you, you know where do I, how's that gonna fall no everything fits the way you think it would fit and that's that's lovely <laughs> they just haven't come around to you.
Right. I did want to ask you, I want to ask you one question. I was only ever, ever able to play two-player games. Did you get any three-player or four-player games played of this one? Right. Yeah, that's that's what I was kind of thinking of when I was playing the two-player game. I'm like, you know, I think this would play a little bit better with more people just because the islands cycle a little bit faster. With two, it's either going to be you or the other person that's going to be changing things out. With a three- or four-player game, it's just like, oh, well, I don't like any of those islands. Hopefully someone else finishes an island so I can get something that I actually want. And so... Yeah, I, th I think that's a good trade-off in that sense. Yes, you might not get exactly what you want, but chances are you'll have more than enough opportunities to get something that you're looking for. Right. <laughs> yep.
no idea what the name of them are. I just I just started playing, man. I think you got everything.
I I think I think you are getting quite honed at this. I I have a, a similar agreement with you. Uh, I think she she would definitely enjoy the game. She would play it. I don't think she would love it. I think she would get enough excitement out of hoping for cards to come out. So there are definitely times where you're just like, I need that L shape or I need that big square shape. Come on, like she would definitely get into that. Not that there's like a whole lot of like tense moments but she would make tense moments out of it my mom is 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 good at making moments that are just like all right sure into <laughs> into oh my god someone's life depends on the shape showing up so uh i think i think she could get enjoyment out of that <laughs> Uh, I think she might not love the whole trying to figure out the best way of trying to score palm trees, but I think that might be the only thing where she would be like, eh, whatever about that. Like, the coins, she'd be like, yeah, get the coins, get the X's, I can fill out this. I think she understands how shapes work. Uh, she definitely, she knows how that works. She was able to teach me shapes when I was so young. I think she can get it, too. Uh, I think, yeah, I would put that, I'm putting this down as a yes but as you indicated, I think she wouldn't absolutely love it, but she would enjoy playing it. Again, she can converse with people. She can, you know, hope for something to show up, but it, it's not hugely exciting, so it's not the top of her list. But it, she, I'm pretty dang sure she'd play it. It's yes, no, maybe, and then maybe yes and maybe no. <laughs> there, there are three versions of maybes. There's a maybe no, maybe yes, and just maybe, where it's right in the middle. <laughs> this is a solid yes.
Yeah. But you should have known that. You know what's in the pool. You should know. All right. Either this shape could come out or this one. The way you fill it in, that's totally up to you. So you you should have known better at that point. So that's that's how you mitigate that. <laughs> I think I think my only negative is that I like the game a lot. I just wish it was a type of game that could play more than four players because I know that if I took this out to play with my my uh, wife's family, like they would all enjoy this game, but like my, my wife's family tends to be on the camp of, well, if everybody can't play and I don't want to play it and then no one wants to play anything. So that's that's the only thing that I'm just like, oh, I wish I wish there was a way to play it with like six or seven people. but I mean, I understand some games that's just that's the way it works and I can see it getting really complicated and very annoying and those those comments that your friend brought up might be very very valid comments at that point in time where it's just like, well, I don't know what the heck I'm picking until it comes around on my turn. So, I it it's just one of those, you know, wishful thinking like I that's that's just the thing that gets me. I I really like the game. I think it's a perfect game for taking out. It's it's great. It's it's meant to be, and it's the way I'm going to use the game once once I actually own the game. Uh, is I it's going to be like one of my another one of my go tos of yeah that's a perfect game to take out. I'm going to play that with Liz and you know these people that we're having dinner with. I think it's I think it's wonderful. So. Hmm.
That is slowly becoming your catchphrase. I do not have a catchphrase, guys. I wrote one down. That is the catchphrase. Bye.